You're listening to Once, episode 118, Ariel, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. And I'm not Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, well, he's got a little issue tonight. Yeah, poor Jeremy. Regina stole his voice. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting in for him tonight, and I'm Jenny. We're happy to have you listening with us, and Jenny, I'm happy to have you filling in on this episode. We'll get to our deep, dark secrets later, but these are <laughs> just our initial reactions. So we will be a bit all over the place in terms of what we discuss, and we're not going to hit every single point. That's what our full discussions are for on Wednesday nights when we do them live at eight o'clock Eastern time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And right now we've got over 130 people in the chat room. Thank you so much for joining us as we do our live initial reactions tonight. Hey, everybody. So, big things that stood out in this episode, Ariel. Ariel. Of course. Yeah. And Regina made an awesome Ursula. <laughs> that was great So, to see. We, we can finally put to rest the idea that Dr. Whale yeah. is Ursula. You know, that's exactly what I was thinking of when I saw Regina come up out of the water as Ursula. I know that many people have theorized before that she was Ursula, and I like the way that they did this, that she wasn't actually Ursula, but we got to see her as Ursula. Yeah. But the real Ursula does exist. She does, and she's all golden and stuff. Ursula's voice sounded a little familiar did to it? me. To me, it, and people are going to say, no, that's not possible. But to me, it sounded like Tamara's voice. Really? Yeah. So I don't know... If they use the same actress or if it's just the voice sounds similar. But I think that uh, this is not going to be a character that we will see again in the future. But what do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't know. That it's possible. And the chat room is clarifying since they saw the credits. It's not the same actress. <laughs> so it does just sound a little bit the same. But this this episode introduced some dark secrets to us. I was expecting a little bit more, but what we got was really good. It was really good. But not quite dark secrets. Yeah. I thought that maybe Hook would confess some dark secret having to do with Mila. Like something like I, I stole your mother because whatever to Neil that he would confess that to huh. Neil. But, huh. but then the secrets that everyone brought out were, uh, I think, such deep character development. Snow wants to have a baby. Mm-hmm. We theorized before, what if they have another baby? Or imagine the ni- dynamic I didn't there. actually see that coming. Like I thought... I, I, you know, I didn't see her wanting another baby, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And David, his he can't go 
home. That's mm-hmm. he, so he now has the truth out there. He's, I'm super excited that he's finally telling his wife the truth. Yeah, I I can appreciate the struggle that Emma and Neil are having, but I think it's what an awesome thing that they bring this out. And the way they brought this out is that she's saying, "I wanted, I'm, uh, I love you." But in a way, I didn't want you to be back because of all the pain that I would have to deal with. And now they've put us in a situation where we're going to see her deal with that pain mm-hmm. and work through it. And there's there's a lot of life application to the, from this episode, especially in regards to marriage, because it's really worth it to stick through the pain, work through it, even if you don't feel like it. Totally. And I love what Neil said. His dark secret, I'll never stop fighting for you. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that the dynamics that came out from these characters in this episode. You actually said that to me one time. Mm-hmm. I you say did? stuff like that often. <laughs> we also finally saw what's up with these bell visions. Yeah. I want to know how Regina knew all that was going on and how did she find him? I'm just so confused now. Well, at first we thought that, these visions of Belle were just visions, mm-hmm. not actually someone there. We thought, well, yeah, I thought that they were just in his head, but they weren't. We've seen Rumpel interact with Belle before, like physically, as far as he gave her the doll and then she gave it back. So she did handle something. But then again, people who have visions can see things like this. And maybe that was just a little glitch that we might have thought back then or that could have happened. But when Regina comes up, Regina would probably know that it's not Belle and just know that, wait, this is wrong. Something's going on here. If I see Belle, that's not Belle. It's something else. Hmm. But I'm not sure if she knew who or what it actually was. I don't know. So the shadow can talk. Mm-hmm. And now I'm thinking that is Pan's shadow. Yeah, I, I had no doubt that that was Pan's shadow. Well, I've, I've wondered before if maybe it was Felix or maybe someone else's shadow. And it still could be because Rumpel said something about uh, Pan, but that was when the shadow was being revealed. So maybe it's just like, oh, Pan is behind this. Yeah. Or maybe that shadow is actually Pan. I thought that the way that Belle made her entrance was a little shady because that was very <laughs> un like Mm-hmm. So just from the get-go, I was suspicious that it wasn't actually Bell. But it's nice to get that explained. I wonder what would have happened if Rumpel had gone through with what, quote, Bell or fake Bell, Bell, shadowy Bell was saying. Yeah, like she was, well, it was saying, take my hand. I wonder what would have happened, like where, I think Pan would have sent him home. I think that's what would have happened. Maybe. And then Pan wouldn't have had to deal with him anymore. And Rumple and Regina working together. Now, they yeah. said that they're the most, the two most powerful people ever yeah. with well, dark magic. She's forgetting the blue fairy. They, I think they said dark magic were the two most powerful dark. But it seemed like no, she, she was. She said the two most powerful magical beings ever. Okay. I thought she said something about dark magic, but no. yeah, I was thinking also blue fairy. What about the original dark one? But then again, Rumple has skills now that the original dark one didn't have yeah. one of those skills being future telling, which he can't use. I love Neverland. the Oz reference in here. Oz. Yeah. 
Regina what? said, you want to follow the evil Mudgkin's dirt road? Be my guest. <laughs> She's changed it around a little bit. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I got Yaz's reference. The, her, the whole aerial thing in the past it seemed a little bit... Um, out of order? Yeah, out of order. A little bit too added in. I think timeline-wise, this comes after Snow met Prince Charming. Because Snow spoke of love as if she's had some experience with it. So... I don't know. I I actually thought it was before she met Charming. Like, while she was getting her legs as a... (laughs) Sorry, I didn't intend that one. (laughs) Uh, As a thief and stuff. I I didn't... I, I just assumed that it was before she met him. Well, I'm thinking about the way she's dressed, which is the way we see her dressed later on. In Once Upon a Time, like around the time when she met Snow or I mean, when she met Charming. Well, she dressed that way before she met Charming. She dressed that day, that way when she met Charming. Right. It so was... it's around that time. And the way that she then speaks of love is what's making me think this comes after she met Charming. Because mm-hmm. she was talking about something like you only get one chance or, or something like that. And we'll know more when we rewatch this episode for our full discussion. She could be talking about... Um, her parents. Yeah. Based on what she knows. And remember what Regina even told Snow yeah. when Snow was a child. Yeah, that could be coming into play somewhat here. I was really happy to find out that people can travel. Oh, uh, what's... The... Yeah, between realms. She travel between realms. Like, I hope they would. Like, I was hoping that there would be a portal of some kind that humans can get to because only the mer people can get to it. It, it seems like if you live in the sea and if you live in the sky, you can go anywhere. Because <laughs> fairies have their own portals. Mer people have their own portals. That's just as I predicted. I wonder if Hook, I mean, not Hook, Rumple is the only one who, no, wait, he's not the one that called Ariel. I wonder if Regina is the only one. No, Regina and Rumpel must both know because let's go back to what Rumpel originally said about the squid ink. He said only a mermaid could get it. Maybe that's because only a mermaid could go to Neverland and back in order to retrieve the squid ink. Interesting. Well, I thought it was uh, Regina could summon a mermaid because she said Ariel's name into the shell. And so Ariel, Ariel came right. realizing that was Regina. Yeah. Yeah. That's so was Ariel in Neverland or was Ariel we don't know where somewhere she was, else? But it, it's clear that she could have been in another realm. Mm-hmm. Not in Storybrooke though, because that's no, where she's going. Not in Storybrooke. She didn't, she didn't know where that was. And Eric is in Storybrooke though. Yeah. So <laughs> Regina has taken away all possibility of, a happy ending with Ariel up to this point. She took away her voice and she took away the prince. There were some great lines from, or very similar to the Disney version. And even the way that Regina said some of the things as <laughs> fake Ursula sounded a yeah. lot like Ursula from the Disney movie. You know, I thought it sounded a lot more like Sebastian at one point. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pucker your lips like, like this. this. Well, we definitely want to kiss up to some friends that have donated to make this episode of Once Podcast possible. 
We want to thank David Newland, Steve, Lisa Slack, and Julia Portella. Thank you so much for your donations. We really appreciate the support. They help keep the server running, which is quite expensive to do. They help keep the podcast going, all the expenses that are covered with the podcast, paying for all the different services that we need to run the podcast. So we really, really appreciate the support. Thank you so much, guys. These Each of these people are subscribers. That's where they've signed up to automatically donate every month a certain amount. And you can donate too a one-time donation or an ongoing automatic monthly donation. Just go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor and you can sign up for how much you want to donate, how frequently, and now you can donate specifically to Wonderland Podcast. If you've been looking to support that, then please check that out over at oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. You know what I'm happy about? What? I am so thrilled that now Snow gets to be mad at David for not telling her <laughs> that he was dying. I'm so happy to see that. I hope I hope he gets a tongue lashing because husbands don't ever do that. If you're dying, tell your wife at least. Just tell her. It's cruel. I'm I'm glad she's mad. So glad. I I do wonder what's going to come from that because there was something in this episode that I think gave a clue, but now I can't remember and I can't find it in my notes, but we might bring it out in the full discussion. Something that seemed to give a possible clue of what could heal David. I'm I'm confident that they're going to get him off of Neverland. Oh, yeah. I'm confident. They have to get him because he, he belongs in the enchanted forest with snow and a baby and they're all happily ever after with, with Emma and Neil and all that. I'm just confident. That has to happen. If that doesn't happen, it's going to be the worst show ever. I wonder how long they're going to drag it out and if there might even be a goodbye, but then he finds a way to get back. Hmm. I don't know what they're it's going to do It's kind of like the hero that. always comes out of the smoky explosion. And he always <laughs> somehow survived, but looks like he died in the explosion. I really hope they don't kill him. I don't think that they will. That would be awful. I, I Yeah, if... If they killed him, then what would be the hope in the episode? And this this episode was a lot about hope. Oh, that's what it was that stood out to me. Something about um, hope being uh, possible for bringing people together. And that made me think, I wonder if there's just some kind of hope they have to have. And that's what heals David. Yeah. Um, I made note of the bracelet and how it reminded me of another piece of dark magic we've seen. Dark magic? Mm-hmm. What? See, the bracelet, as we know now, trades legs for a tail. One person's legs for another person's tail. And that's like the candle trading one person's death for another person's life. Yeah. So it's it's just very consistent with um, Regina's magic and the dark magic and stuff. Well, that candle was originally from Cora. Originally, because Cora was the one disguised as the blue fairy that gave it to Jon Snow. Yeah. So it makes sense that her daughter would have like magic. Yeah. Rumpel knew about it, obviously, because he had it. Maybe he gave it to Cora originally. Because he, she was his pupil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they they might have had that exchange. And we still don't know if there was more backstory that happened between each of them or or what. I think they're really going to develop this love triangle that's happening between Hook and and Emma and Neil. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going to happen from that? And many of the other things we discussed 
We'd love to hear your feedback. Email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221, or you can go to oncepodcast.com and send a voice message. But Jenny, what do you think is going to happen in this triangle? I don't know what's going to happen, but what I really want to happen is I want to see Emma end up with Neil because, you know, they had a kid together and it's just right and they love each other. But if she wanted to scrap the past and be dishonorable and stuff, then she could go and have a happily ever after with Hook. No, you are upsetting many of the Captain Swan shippers. However, I think... That would be fun to see, but it just does... It's not right. It doesn't seem right. I think a key thing that came out here from Hook is he said that he now realizes that he can find someone else it took emma to help him with that and yes at first that's what's screaming in his face is emma 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 emma, emma like written in squid ink practically in front of his <laughs> face but that's what's screaming to him and that's what helped him realize i can move on from mila and find someone else so i think that from this besides how old is he in act yeah and the number of years that he's experienced he's he's the cradle along. with emma uh, anyway, right I interrupted you. But, Sorry. But I think that maybe from this, what he'll realize is that Emma helped him to move on from his past. Mm-hmm. And then he will, and he'll find someone else. Or he'll maybe. die. I think, I think he's going to sacrifice himself so that Emma and Neil can be together. Or this will happen. Oh, wait. They didn't have a daughter. They had a son. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking... Emma and Neil are going to have a child and it'll be a daughter and she'll grow up and Hook will find her when she's the same age as Hook and they'll fall in love. <laughs> That'd be the craziest that thing. would be really weird. It there are already really weird. weird things going on <laughs> in this family. <laughs> I mean, don't forget, Hook was also in love with Neil's mother. Yeah, and this Neil... is a pretty ca- complicated family. Yeah, I mean, just think spaghetti. That's, spaghetti. That's that's it. how it all weaves yep. together. Spaghetti. But we would uh, something else that we'd love your help on and support is the podcast awards are open for voting right now through November fifteenth. Please go vote for our podcast. Once Once Upon a Time podcast is listed under best produced. We'd love your votes. You need to go vote every single day at podcastawards.com. But we have more than just the Once Upon a Time podcast in the award finalist position. We have several podcasts from our Noodle Mix network there. You can find out how to vote for all of those podcasts by going to oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards and sign up for a daily email reminder to tell you at 10 a.m. Eastern time every morning, Go vote in the podcast awards. You can sign up for that. But here's the quick rundown. Under the business and people's choice category, vote for beyond the to-do list. Under the best produced category, vote for once once upon a time podcast. Under comedy, vote for the ramen noodle clean comedy. Under religion inspiration, vote for are you just watching? And under technology, vote for the audacity to podcast. We would really appreciate your support. And you can find out more about how to do that from our video and get more information over at oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards. Anything else here in just our initial reactions that we want to bring out, throw out to the listeners to try and figure out, bring some Easter eggs into this. I know you guys are going to find some awesome things 
awesome crossovers. Maybe you'll send us some sound clips from the Disney Little Mermaid movie that line up perfectly <laughs> with Once Upon a Time. Whatever. You guys are awesome. So, in anticipation of the next episode, is Ariel, this, is this the plan? Ariel's going to go to Storybook, grab this magical object, try not to run into her true love and delay her mission, go back to Neverland, deliver said object, and hope that Regina doesn't kill her. Is that pretty much what's going to happen? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> But you know she's going to see Eric. Yeah, you know she will. And she'll be like, should I deliver this object? Should I just stay here? I have legs. Will I keep these legs? Should I deliver this object? Should I stay here? What if, though, Eric has moved on and maybe he's, he's another person who had a fake marriage in Storybrooke, but even after the curse is broken, what if he stays in that marriage? I don't know. And then this creates a new David and Catherine problem. Sad. I would hate to see that. I, any anything is possible. But Maybe now she can we know... find a new Prince Eric. <laughs> Maybe she can just find a new one. Now we know that Eric is in Storybrooke. I wonder what he's been doing. Probably, my guess is he's been working next to Sean, Prince Thomas, huh. Cinderella's prince, in the cannery. In the cannery? <laughs> yes, the Storybrooke cannery. Why the cannery? Because it's a fish food place. Oh, well, maybe he's um, maybe he's a musician, or maybe he's a fisherman. Ah, oh, that would be awesome. Wouldn't that be horrible? It would be horrible, but it would be awesome if he's a fisherman. <laughs> but I'm I'm sure we'll get to see him again in uh, in story work. But we now know for sure Ariel is not who's in the box, which I didn't really think. Ariel would be in the box. Why would she be in a box? And where right. is the box now? What is in that box? Well, the box is still in Pan's possession. It is in Pan's We saw possession. it again this time, but they moved Neil. How did they know to go to the Echo Caves? They were following the trail. The The Neverland Five were following the trail. Okay. And then they did found, they ever see where Neil was hanging in that tree next to the other box? No? No. Okay. To just somehow follow the trail. So probably that other box has been moved too. I'm thinking that box is still there. Why move why move both boxes? They're probably heavy. <laughs> well, Pan could do something there with this. This episode had very little Pan in it. It did, but it had Rubble Stiltskin in it. Yeah. <gasps> you know what? I wanted to mention that. I wanted to mention how creepy it was that Pan knew so much about Rumpelstiltskin mm-hmm. and how how the whole thing of one must die to kill the other, they both can't live, or they both have to live, or whatever, I don't know. And- it makes me think that, that either Rumpelstiltskin, like, Pan is an extension of Rumpelstiltskin, or Pan has some magic arrangement, and or, or Pan is... Is Rumpelstiltskin's dad? I mean, how would he know that his favorite breakfast is eggs in a basket? They grew up together. Maybe they are brothers. Maybe not. But Pan did rub again, rub in again that Rumpel hasn't forgiven his father. Yeah. I think Rumpel's father is in that box. You think so? That yes. would be a lost move. Very much. Very much a lost move. Lost meaning the TV show, not like a lost move. <laughs> yeah, lost the TV a show. Lost <laughs> move. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see that. What's in the box? What's in the box? There's been a box now for every season. <sighs> Some Has of them, there? Yeah, 
first season was August Box. Mm-hmm. Second season was August Box. Third season, what if it's August Hands inside box. the box? <laughs> oh, that would be crazy. No, I, I really don't think so. <laughs> Maybe it's typewriter in that box, a magical typewriter that wiggles. It's someone. Yeah, that's the thing. Someone. It's going to be someone, someone significant, and I really think it's going to be Rumpelstiltskin's father because of how much they keep hinting they do. at it. They keep hinting that. Mm-hmm. They do. But this is where you come in. Send us your feedback because we'd love to incorporate your feedback into our Wednesday full discussion. Tell us what you think. Yes, tell us your theories, your observations, little Easter eggs that you find. If you are big Little Mermaid fans, then send us some of the background of some of that stuff that we Please may not have that. time to I love research. The Little and you can send that to feedback at onceuponatime.com and put in the subject line with your email the word Ariel. That's A R I E L, not A L. That's the font. This is the mermaid. <laughs> so it's A R I E L in the subject line, just somewhere in the subject line. It doesn't have to be the only thing. And mail that to feedback at oncepodcast.com. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or go to oncepodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website. And if you want your feedback to be considered for our Wednesday full discussion, then please send it to us by 2 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. Anything after that, we really can't promise that we'll get a chance to even look at it. But please send it definitely before 2 p.m. on Wednesday if you want it to be considered, because that's the cutoff time that Slurpees 108, who helps us sort our feedback email, that's what time works best for her. So we'd love to have your feedback. Please get it in soon with your thoughts and theories. You can also join our forums at oncepodcast.com slash forums to theorize, share your observations, your favorite moments, least favorite moments, what you think this is going to do with each of the characters, with these deep, dark secrets out there. If you want to share your deepest secrets in the forums, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but but maybe if that'll make the Echo Cave (laughs) extend its uh, bridge out to you and so you can rescue your true love, then be our guest. There's a time and place for that. (laughs) And you can also comment on the show notes for this episode at onespodcast.com slash 118. Please follow us on Twitter. You can follow the show on Twitter at OnecePodcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. And I'm Jenny. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny Snook. Also follow Jeremy Laughlin on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And find everything. Subscribe to the podcast if you aren't already. Remember to vote for us in the podcast awards. That's at oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards. And until next time, remember, you deserve a happy ending. And happy endings start with hope. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to donate to an episode of Once Podcast, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.